Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be hearing a new friend of the show, Jeff Butts. He hangs out at the Mac Observer. And somewhat later, we'll be hearing an encore presentation of an appearance from Adelinks of Tidbits. All this and more goodies on the Tech Night Owl Live. <laughs> We welcome a brand new guest to the show. Of course, we have a group of regulars that you hear from time to time, particularly from the Mac Observer. And we have now Jeff Butts, who is a columnist for the Mac Observer. Welcome to the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks, Gene. It's great to be here. So before we get on with any of the current topics we're going to deal with, what got you interested in writing about technology? Basically, the fact that I've been involved in technology in some form or fashion since I was about 12 years old. I started off basically trying not to break my uncle's 286 PC, but overclocking it. And I've just been enchanted with with computers and technology ever since. Now, that sounds like fun. Overclocking an old PC, especially watching the smoke come. I'm kidding. Yeah. How did you get involved in Macintosh computers? I was a PC guy for years, not just Windows. I was actually part of IBM's support group for OS2 for about a year and a half. But I got burned out working in IT, so I went back to college because I never finished. I just worked. I'm in college. I'm thinking about doing electronics engineering technology, and I'd always been great with writing. And so I I switched gears and I became an English major. Fast forward to grad school. I'm at the end of my first semester of my MA in English and my Dell Windows Vista-based laptop takes a dump on me. And I've got three papers due. I've got finals to study for. And so I do what any sane person would do in the face of a computer that's completely broken with all of your work on it. I turned it into a Hackintosh. Once I fell in love with Mac, I just never went back. Now, we should define this. We've had discussions about this before with Kirk McElhern and also with Rob Griffiths. A Hackintosh is taking a PC, and you can't do it with all of them. And we're going to get into more detail in a moment. Taking a PC and installing mac os on it exactly and this is something the days of vista what's 12 years ago or something like that uh yeah this was in 2007 okay 10 years ago make a liar out of me sorry everybody else does so just get in line (laughs) okay so she decided to convert that to a mac which means wiping the drive clean and starting over but the question i have here also is How long did it take you to do it, and what did you do about the files you'd already worked on? Did you just install Word for the Mac? Well, fortunately, I had the files on Dropbox, because Dropbox was a thing then. So yeah, I installed Word for the Mac, and it took me about a day and a half to get everything working to a point where I could write my papers. And then I spent the next, let's see, that was, say, Friday I started the project, Sunday afternoon, I was writing my papers, and Monday morning, I turned everything in. And you never looked back? Never looked back. No, the only thing I did after that was sell the Dell and get a MacBook. Okay, that's an interesting way to switch. In my case, 
I had used PCs at work, but I was working with a pre-press studio, you know, where they okay. were doing running output on high resolution image setters. Right. And we switched to putting Macs in there. This is in the 1980s, the early days of Quark Express and things like that. And I wanted something that I could just run without having to go through a lot of nonsense. And the story I always tell is something that probably doesn't make sense to anybody right now. But in the old days, operating systems before AOL were largely text-based. And if you wanted to communicate by someone with someone by chatting, you didn't have like AOL Instant Messenger, which is dying next month anyway. Right. No, or, we, had, we had IRC and talkers. Right. And what we had here, or you call the person directly. You ring their modem, you call their phone number, Oh yeah, you ring yeah. their modem, yes. and you have a private terminal session where you text back and forth. Yep. So I try to set up something like that. On my Mac, this is the late 1980s, we had a program called Microphone. And you can use it to do sessions on a real online service like a Genie or a CompuServe. Okay. Or you do a private session where you ring up somebody's modem. You dial up their number. So I set the thing up in 10 minutes, installing the software and super. And then I visited my friend at the office who was a PC person. And we were going to do some kind of writing project together on a totally different subject. So I said, hey, let's set up a session. He said, fine, I'll get that set up in a few hours or so. And so I talked to him the next day. He didn't mention it. And he said, well, I'm setting up a shell on my PC. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, let me know. He never got it to work. No. That's the difference between the Mac and the PC. It's yeah. less today, but still exists. It's kind of like the difference between iOS and Android. Mm -hmm. With an iPhone, you can set up pretty quickly. With an Android phone, I guess you can, but they also offer 2,000 different options right? that you have to kind of sort out. But if you're going to convert a PC into a faux Mac by installing Mac OS, you got to go through a couple of hoops and things and gyrations. So oh, yeah. you still do that then, I understand. I did that. I built an entire, just two months ago, I built the Macintosh Hackintosh, or the Mac Observer Hackintosh project. I cherry-picked parts based on what I knew from other people's work would accept Mac OS. Over the summer, I, I highlighted a number of articles that detailed how to install the High Sierra beta on a Hackintosh. And then when High Sierra went public, I refreshed that with, you know, this is how you install High Sierra on a custom-built PC. Now, should you go, if you're going to do this, to the Hackintosh site to look at compatible hardware? or Absolutely. You can't just use your generic Dell PC. It's got to be the Dell with the right parts. Right, right. And... I recommend a custom build because that's where you can really drill down and make sure you get the, the most compatible components. And my go-to source for that is Tony, Tony Mac X86.com. I think is the, is the full URL. 
But there are some older HPs and Dells that work splendidly. And, um, you know, the the Hackintosh subreddit is a perfect place to, to find out builds that have worked for other people and try to cherry pick that way. Now, is this a 100% solution? Does it work seamlessly just like a regular Mac? Or are there services and features that Apple offers that are difficult or impossible to make work correctly? Difficult, yes. Impossible, no. I've got everything working on this on this Hackintosh that works on a new iMac or or a new Mac Pro. Um, even down to things like handoff continuity, unlocking my Hackintosh with my Apple Watch, AirDrop, it all just works. Now, is it perfect? No. I get occasional hangups. Apps crash for no apparent reason, but I generally get around five to six days of uptime before I decide it's time to reboot. So it's we call a 90% solution, I think, would be something we could say. We've got yeah. Jeff Butts. He's from the Mac Observer, and he's a real technical guy. He does Terminal. He does Hackintosh, and we have more questions to ask him. More to come. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Does the current world crisis in North Korea or our domestic crisis right here in America concern you? Well, I know it concerns me. My friends over at Legacy Food Storage have solutions in the event there's the inevitable. What's the inevitable? Civil unrest, a run on your local grocery store. And here's my question to you. If this happens, how do you feed your children? How do you feed your grandchildren? Legacy Food Storage has the solutions. In fact, they can help you implement a simple plan to take care of your needs in the event of the inevitable. By calling them right now, I have authorized them to give you a special 20% discount at checkout by simply using GCN. Call 888-543-7345 or visit them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. That's 888-543-7345 or visiting them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. Make sure you use GCN at checkout for an incredible 20% discount. Don't be a victim. Take control of your life now. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. 
Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Message and data rates may apply. Sick of hair loss, thinning hair, bald spots? Ever thought about hair restoration? It's a life-changing decision. Thankfully, the first step is incredibly easy and absolutely free because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, is giving away an absolutely free information kit that reveals just how easy and affordable their permanent solution to hair loss really is. Get yours by texting EASY44 to 85850. You'll see for free just how great your hair could look. Plus, we'll also give you a free gift card when you text EASY44 to 85850. Join the men and women all over the country who have come to Bosley, the world's most experienced hair restoration expert, for their permanent solution to hair loss. If you've ever thought about getting your hair back, don't miss this incredible offer. We're giving away an invaluable information kit absolutely free, plus a gift card for $250 off to everyone who texts EASY44 to 85850. That's E-A-S-Y 44 to 85850. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. In the Tech Night Out Live, Jeff Butts joins us, new to the show. He writes for Mac Observer, specializing in such things as Hackintosh. He did the official Mac Observer Hackintosh, which is the PC made to work mostly like a Mac. And he also covers terminal and things like that. So we're going to get into the weeds a little bit here. But before we go on, Jeff, you buying an iPhone 10 or have you already? I haven't yet. But I plan on doing so hopefully within a week, which means I might see it by December 1st. They're talking of, what, three, four weeks delivery now. Yeah. But it's improving. It started on five to six weeks. The other thing is I live live in an area that I'm hoping once Apple turns on that little bit that lets me check store availability for the iPhone X, I'm hoping I can find one in Akron or Canton. Okay, this is Ohio, folks. This is Ohio. Okay, this is the heart of mid-America. Yes, home of the Browns, the losingest team in America. Well, they used to say that with the Chicago Cubs, I think. That's true, but uh, I I think we've beat them. Well, okay, the point being here is you have Apple stores there. Yes, we do. The real thing. we're, we're, We're not complete Luddites. We had the second Apple store in Chandler, Arizona. Nice. And we've got like six of them now, I think. So there's yep. one like 15 minutes from me. If I nice. want to get one, and here's the Tim Cook argument. He says, you know, you can get an iPhone 10 for as little as $33 a month. And he's right. But that's not if you want to upgrade every year. So AT&T, if you want to upgrade every year, it's $41. Mm-hmm. If you get something like an 
iPhone 8 Plus, it's like $31. And that's for the 64 gigabyte version. Right. Now, you have to decide that $10 a month. What does that mean to you? Well, it's maybe two coffees from Starbucks. It's maybe five coffees from or six coffees from the Circle K convenience store. But you have to pay it all at once. You're dealing with a cutting-edge product. There could be bugs. I don't know. So that is something to consider. It looks to me, though, a lot of people might be taking that consideration. We're doing this show on the launch weekend of the iPhone X, where people were waiting around the block at the store, Apple stores all over the world, to get one. I have no idea how much stock Apple had. I think they have more than they originally expected to have. Judging by how many got stolen from San Francisco, yeah, I'd say they had a pretty good number of them. Well, now they have 300 less. Right. Yeah. There's a story there, the, a truck going to an Apple store in San Francisco, UPS truck. They stole over 300, 313, I think, iPhone 10s. But that means Apple has probably got thousands around the world. And I suspect in a couple of weeks, if you want to buy one, it won't be all that difficult. If you're willing to wait. Yeah, I think it's almost unprecedented the way this launch has gone. We saw the launch, we saw the the shipping window reach out to mid-December. And now the day that the devices are available in stores, we're already seeing that number improve. People that had shipping delivery times of December 11th are now seeing December 1st. So, you know, if you think that you're not going to get your iPhone 10 until mid-December, check again. You might have better luck. But you see, this is also part of the fear-mongering about the iPhone 10. Oh, yeah. They've been saying they're not going to get enough out. It's the Face ID. It's the True Depth camera. It's all these features they can't get. They can't get enough OLED displays that are good enough. All this stuff and a constant harangue of this publicity, almost as if somebody else or some other companies were spreading this information designed to dissuade people from ordering one. Ever Mm. think about that? The conspiracy theory. You know, it's not just the Kennedy assassination. It's the (laughs) iPhone 10. Sure, sure. I don't usually wear a tinfoil hat, but when I do, I make sure it's Reynolds brand aluminum wrap. Well, here's the thing. I have... Another radio show, as our listeners know, called The Paracast, which is the paranormal show. And we get into weird stuff, UFOs, ghosts, and all that stuff. But we try to approach it from a factual basis. People see strange things. Are they imagining those things? Or are mother forces at work in this world? Mm -hmm. We're not going to assume what they are. We don't assume E.T. is visiting us. So we don't wear tinfoil hats. Okay. You know, ours is acrylic, I think. I'm not sure. Oh, gotcha. I think the point that, that I that I look at is I think Ming-Chi Kao, or Ku, I can never remember how his name is pronounced, one of the leading analysts from KGI, he is shrewd enough not to fall for an Apple competitor trying to dissuade people from buying the iPhone ten. So if Ming-Chi tells us that there are supply constraints, I tend to believe it. Right. But we expect that it's a brand new product, a lot of new yes. parts, and this stuff happens. It's, it's nothing new. I mean, we've, we've seen supply shortages for iPhones ever since the first one came out. With every new iPhone, 
there's more demand than there is supply. It's become a fact of Apple. Exactly. So we know it's going to happen. And if you're patient and you say, hey, it's three, four weeks already, maybe next week it'll be two or three weeks Mm -hmm. or one or two. Once it gets down to that, you can pretty well get one when you want. And as you say, eventually you'll be able to find out whether your local store has one. Hopefully that will be added soon. I think after this launch weekend where they see how it goes. Now, that's another thing. We were hearing for so long that iPhone 8, iPhone 8 Plus sales were bad because people were waiting for the iPhone 10. But Apple Mm -hmm. still sold more iPhones in the September quarter than the previous year. Not a lot, but everywhere sales were up. Yep. It it kind of tells you that, you know, we might not see what we, we might not see what we expect, but we're not going to see Apple ship something that they don't have confidence is going to be worth their while shipping. And I think that was the case with the iPhone 8. And besides, you know, it's still a pretty credible alternative. And maybe you don't want to spend that extra $10 or $5 a month, right. depending on the model. You want to get that. You want to wait till next year to know that Apple has resolved all issues. Because as much as we look at OLED, the display technology is something that's been around for a while. In some ways, it harkens back to older technologies. So, for example... You remember plasma TVs? Yep. And they had the problem, and there were workarounds. They had ways of cleaning the screen with you know moving images. It would develop burn-in. And right. you see this, for example, you see a banner from CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or something, these static banners. Now they're, they make those things move around a lot. But you see those static banners, and they would burn into the image yep. after a while. Now, with the plasma set I had from Panasonic years ago, they had a couple of software solutions. We'll get into that in a moment as we go to OLED. We've got Jeff Butts on the Tech Night Out Live. I'm Gene Steinberg. More to come. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. 
Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Ben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. We're back on the Tech Night Owl Live. Jeff Butts of the Mac Observer is joining us. And we're talking about the iPhone 10 and new stuff. We'll get back to some of the weeds topics in a moment. But this Panasonic TV was like a low price version. And I got in the early 2000s. And it had a software feature where, number one, it would move static images around slightly in almost like a pixel or two. So you couldn't really see it, but it would help avoid burn in or... That was a, an adjustment you could make. You could just have it send a lot of rapidly moving images, like a fast screensaver, every so often to cause it to clean the screen. 
So we never had a problem with burn-in. But OLED has a burn-in problem. I don't know how severe. I've heard some have it worse than others. Apple claims to have resolved it mostly. I suppose they can do things in software to minimize the problem. But OLED, in that way, harkens back to plasma. Yeah. So well, that's as I understand it, what they're doing now is what's called pixel shifting. That's the, where, what I was basically describing, where it would move things back and forth. By yeah. Faster than the eye can even see, the pixel turns off and then turns back on. Okay. And you do something like that in a way it's not noticeable. Yep. So there are software solutions, which we hope a responsible manufacturer will take. Well, I'm assuming it's not going to be an issue, because certainly if you had burn-in, if there was a real serious problem beyond the year warranty or two years of Apple Care Plus, Apple would have a program to address it and replace the display. Yeah. Yeah, which they've done before. Not for a situation like this, but, you know, we've seen battery issues on MacBooks that Apple will replace the battery even a year past its warranty end date. Um, I had a MacBook that was six months out of warranty and Apple replaced the keyboard because there was a known problem with the trackpad buttons. That's the thing here. You know these things are going to fail sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's how you support people when it does fail. Now, right. my son had a 2008 black MacBook. We got Apple Care on it. It was a mm-hmm. graduation present. He had that thing probably for five or six years. Mm-hmm. But after the Apple Care expired for the next year, because so many things had broken during the course of his use of the product, everything was replaced display keyboard logic board apple we had to you know ask for for some help there but apple did do the right thing and they replaced most everything a second time knowing this was a lemon yep he had yeah. two black macbooks the equivalent of two or three black macbooks in the five or six years he owned it sure and now he has a macbook air a 13 inch macbook air that he got okay. and you know, he's happy with it. He doesn't even mention it. But I think most times he's just using his iPhone. The point being that it's not that you will have a failure. It's how you deal with it, because there will always be a failure. And that might be the, an argument. Some will say, you know what? This is the first year. This is all new technology. Let's give it till year number two and see what the happens with it. Is yeah. Face ID going to be perfect? What's going to happen? It sounds like it's working pretty well. Mm-hmm. But remember, we don't have a lot of people with them. We have a couple of dozen reviewers. Right. But by next week, thousands of people will be giving you their reactions. Yep. And I think today's busy. Next week is going to be insane. But I'll tell you, nobody's going to be talking about a Galaxy Note 8 after this. No. The Galaxy Note who? Yeah, exactly. The, who? Samsung. Oh, they make they make the displays for the iPhone, right? Yes, they do. And Apple, I think, said they'd work with Samsung. They admitted it, which is so funny here. Samsung makes the OLED displays. There might be other suppliers, but they work with Samsung because Samsung has expertise in OLED. Apple sued Samsung for stealing technology from the iPhone. Mm -hmm. That's over here. That's a different division. But they still buy displays. They buy memory from Samsung. Samsung, I think, makes more money from components to other companies than they do 
from smartphones. I, I was just going to say that. I, I'm pretty sure they do. Samsung's other products outside of mobile phones, I think, probably accounts for a much larger part of their revenue stream than anything else. And if you're worried about Samsung smartphones that explode because of the batteries, think of the washing machines. Mm-hmm. But you get the picture. It's just like in the old days with Microsoft. Apple was suing Microsoft for allegedly stealing interface elements from Mac OS, at the same time working with Microsoft on Mac versions of Office. Right. It's, all, it's also compartmentalized. And I think that's what makes it interesting, is you've got a rivalry, but then you've got a partnership at the same time. They call it frenemies, but then Apple has mm-hmm. no partnerships with Qualcomm over anything else oh, but no. those baseband chips, the modem part of the circuitry and supposedly apple is now going to move all to intel because there's some kind of testing software that qualcomm's supposed to provide that they won't qualcomm says they're not doing it qualcomm is suing apple over royalties apple is fighting back saying they're charging too much but qualcomm is screwing themselves Mm -hmm. and you see apple has already messed them up because qualcomm makes cpus for smartphones Except for Apple. Except for Apple. And if you believe the rumors, Intel won't be making CPUs for MacBooks much longer. I don't know about that. You know, I don't know either. I don't buy it. But that's what the rumor says. You see, this is what makes things more difficult. Yeah. Because the switch to ARM processors, this is from Intel, could be done. Apple's done it already. They went already through a couple of processor transitions. Mm -hmm. The problem is here is, again, you're forcing developers to have to possibly modify their software, although Apple will try to abstract the process. But the big thing you can do with a Mac now is to run Windows in Boot Camp or these virtual machines with great performance. Can you do that if you switch processors? to Apple's A-series processors? Is there a way they can emulate in such a way that you don't lose much performance? If they could, Intel's going to have a problem. Then again, Apple wants to buy modems from Intel, so maybe there's not enough sales involved, but then Apple may be adding more low-level functions to ARM like they're doing with the Touch Bar. It's possible. I mean, didn't... Now, this is before my Mac time. But back during the PowerPC days, didn't Parallels make an emulator for Windows that ran on the PowerPC architecture? No. No. Okay. Then that was, that was my imagination. Other companies did make Windows emulators on the Mac. They okay. were treacherously slow. They were mm. terribly slow. The emulation process was all in software. There, I guess there was no hardware way to do it. And... Performance was absolutely terrible. You know, it got to a point where it was almost acceptable in the final days of the Power PC. Right. But Parallels first appeared on the Mac in 2006 when the first Intel Macs came out in 2007. And I remember somebody who actually wrote me and said, would you like to beta test this virtual machine? And I said, a who what? I didn't quite say it that way. Yeah. But something close. Yeah. And, and I say, you know, okay, I tried it, and performance was pretty decent. But then mm. Apple was using 
Intel processors. So right. you get most of the performance of Windows PC without having to dual boot into boot camp, which is about the time that Apple introduced boot camp. We've got a lot more to come here. And a reminder, if you go to technighthow.com slash plus or plus.technighthow.com, we'll give you a special offer for a subscription to the Tech Night Owl Plus, where you get a version of this show free of the network ads. More to come with Jeff Butts on the Tech Night Owl Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Fighting cravings is a fool's game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Kiyosaki, Rogers, and Schiff all concur there's an economic calamity that will be facing this country. My question to you is, do you know when and are you prepared? Most people don't, but my friends over at Republic Monetary Exchange have been leading experts in precious metals to help you offset the coming economic collapse. Right now, for a limited time, they have a free book called The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. You simply need to give them a call at 888-772-2929 to get that in your hands. Do not allow 
the insiders to do what they did to you in 2008, putting your IRAs, 401ks, and savings in jeopardy. You need this book, and you need it now. The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. Call 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. There's a reason that the largest investment banking company in the world, J.P. Morgan, just purchased another 50 million ounces of silver. This free book will explain it. 888-772-2929. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So anyway, brief speculation about whether Apple would consider moving to ARM. As I said, I think the virtual machine factor would be an issue. And remember yeah. also, Apple produces much smaller quantities of Macs than iPhones. So they sell 50 or 60 million iPhones. In a quarter, they'll sell, what, four and a half to five and a half million Macs. Right. And that's split between the MacBook, which is what the rumor says is going to be going to ARM, and the iMac and Mac Pro. And Mac Mini, which the rumor says is not going to arm. And that's where I think it's just not going to happen. I don't think Apple's going to fork its hardware that way. And the logic to me doesn't really make that much sense either at this point. No. There may be a time if Intel isn't doing the job that Apple would do that. You know, I want to get into something here, and I don't know if you cover this much. There were stories about a month ago or two weeks ago claiming that Mac sales were down in the September quarter, according to Gartner. It was a sales decline of several percent, which was significant only in that the drop in PC sales was less. So it appeared that Apple wasn't doing quite as well as the rest of the PC industry. And there were headlines about this. And according to IDC, they were up a tad, you know, a fraction of a percentage point. And then we look at Apple's real figures. Mac sales yeah. up 10% to a record. Dollar sales up 25%. And you got to think, these survey companies, Gartner and IDC, must have egg on their faces, but there's never any accountability. No. No, there isn't. And, and understand this. Those numbers, the, iPhone, or the iMac Pro hasn't started pre-orders yet. So just imagine what's going to happen when the iMac Pro opens up for orders. Yes, but it's not going to be a huge seller. You don't think? No, it starts at five grand. Yeah, I if know. you get the eighteen core version, it's going to be what twelve or fifteen? Well, yeah, it's it's not going to be a huge seller in terms of consumer marketplace. But I think we're going to see a lot of creatives moving over to it. Um, 
I mean, people are frustrated waiting for a Mac Pro. That was the whole reason I started the Hackintosh project in the first place was because we're waiting so long for a new Mac Pro. I just said, you know what? The heck with it. I'll build my own. And then, of course, Apple is promising a real Mac Pro. Yeah, in 2018, maybe. Maybe they hope they'll sell enough iMac Pros. But on the other hand, they could also cheap out and offer the basic electronics of the iMac Pro in a headless configuration that's modular. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to... They could amortize the investment of the cooling system and the technology saying, look how small it is, but you can still stick a couple of PCI cards in there and you could add extra memory and you can add multiple graphic cards and three or four drives. Yeah. Then again, there's a 28 core Intel processor. Oh man. 28 core. This, I mentioned this before. If you buy it, just the chip at a computer store like a Newegg, it's $10,000. Yeah. If you get the version that explores, that includes support for expanded ECC memory, not just gigabytes, but terabytes of memory. Terabytes of memory, yeah. It's $13,000 with the higher-end memory controller. Now, imagine if you had a Mac Pro, 28-core Mac Pro, and you had all the extra memory. And the drives. You'd be talking about the equivalent of a mid-sized car in terms True. of the price. Yeah. Right? You know, buy a yeah. Honda Accord or a Mac Pro. Take your choice. It'd be the same price. But for people that are doing intensive 3D renders and video encoding, um, the, the, the cost-benefit analysis is going to work out for them. That's because also, those 28 cores are going to process a two-hour video in a matter of minutes. And you think here, if you're making a movie for $200 million, and right. you could save a couple of million because things are done faster. Buy a lot of Macs for that. Just think yeah. about that. And that's where I'd say Apple could sell fifty or 100,000 copies a quarter. And that would be a lot of sales if you can count the price. Now, but, if only Apple had a good relationship with Disney. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they don't have an agreement with Disney yet on the 4K movies, though. No, they don't. That's that's really disappointing. Um, and, and it's surprising. It's surprising. We've got so many movies coming out in 4K. I can, you know, this weekend I plan on watching Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad in 4K but I can't watch the Avengers in 4k. And that that's just a travesty in my opinion. Well, you could buy a ultra HD Blu-ray player. I could, but why? They're not cheap. They're like 150 to $300 to buy those players. And more and more videos are available at Amazon. Right. So you can't do it. And I've already spent $199 on an Apple TV 4K. So I want to make the most out of that investment that I can. Right. And you have a 4K set, what kind? Uh, I have an AOC 
32-inch 4K monitor that my Apple TV, my Mac Mini, and my Hackintosh are all plugged into. Okay. Vizio sent us one to review. They said, you want to review it? And I said, sure, I'll review it. Good, we'll send you one. I have a 55-inch Vizio Uh M-Series 2017, except for one problem. No HDR. No, it's got HDR. Okay. It's not the set that's the problem. It's got HDR 10 and what? The Dolby Vision. It's got both. The problem is my stand is about three inches too narrow. Oh, no. Because what happened here is, you know, the older sets, you'd have one stand in the center of the set. Now they Mm -hmm. stick the legs out at their ends. They're 43 inches apart. Yeah. But my stand is 40 inches, 41 inches. So I have to buy a new stand. When I get the new stand, I didn't expect that investment. I'll get the new stand. I'll use it. I can't use my sound base either. It's too narrow. So I, if I'm going to buy something like that, I have to consider investing in a soundbar because I understand here that the audio on these TV sets, the real thin ones, is not very good. Right. So I'm ready to watch 4K almost. It comes with, built, comes with a built-in Google Chromecast. Well, let me, let me ask you, Gene, how, uh, how redneck are you? Uh, well, I live in the South. I'm living in Arizona now, but yeah, you know, I don't have a holster, if that's what you mean. <laughs> well, see, I grew up in Texas, and here's what I would do in that situation. i just get a two-by-four. The spousal factor may mitigate yeah. against that. Okay. I thought of a two-by-four. In fact, a friend of mine who lives down the block from here. He works for the local cable company and he was going to help me set it up. He said, why don't you get a piece of wood or something? I said, mm-hmm. there are cheap stands out there. Maybe, there I'll go to, maybe I'll go to a Goodwill store and say, do you got a special on a TV stand? Yeah. You know, the most beautiful TV stand I ever had, though, was, it wasn't even plywood. It was a plank, but it was all sanded flat. And it was about four feet wide and two inches thick. And, I mean, this thing could have held up a console television. But it was beautiful. It, I, I sanded it down. I refinished it. And the grain just shone through. And I thought, well, this is pretty darn cool. Well, you see, you do things that I don't do. I can do pretty good with the electronics. In the old days, I really mastered the soldering gun. I'm saying most mm-hmm. people don't know, know what that is because everything now is done in a modular way. You know, when you if there was a single part on a computer these days that broke, they'd replace the entire logic board or something. We've got more to come with Jeff Butts. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So you get more into the weeds than I do nowadays. That's yeah, I, I still use my soldering gun. Now, I'll go into this. I was once going to really do it. I had a power book in the days of power books before MacBooks. Mm-hmm. And the headphone jack broke. And I needed it for audio recordings, so I was going to have it replaced. Mm-hmm. And the choice was to have the logic board replaced or have this part replaced. And I found a store that would, for like $50, replace that part. I sent yeah. it to them. The other choice was a couple hundred dollars for the logic board. It wasn't a new computer. Or do it myself, take it apart and do it myself. And I said, you know what? That's a long time ago. Plus, it's much smaller than the parts I used to work with. You know, I built tube amplifiers in my day. Oh, cool. I didn't want to deal with this. And you're an audio guy, too, aren't you? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a gadget guy, though. I decided I wanted to know what the temperature was in my room at any given time. Now, I could have just gone out and bought an EVE temperature sensor, but that's not how I work. So instead, I built one out of electronics parts and an Arduino board. Okay. The other possibility here was to have somebody cut a piece of glass for me to replace the glass on the TV stand. You know, one that's about five inches wider. And the same width. But yep. what would that cost to do? Oh, Who does that? Know. It would probably cost me more than buying a TV stand. It might. Where would you go to do that? 
you know what? I only have an inkling because one of my daughters recently got into into glass blowing, and so possibly an artist who does glass blowing would also be qualified enough to cut glass to the size that you want. But at what cost? Yeah, it would be phenomenal. I mean, I could buy a new TV stand for $75. Yeah. But if I want to have the glass cut just to replace the top, it would cost me more. And what's funny, they sell pre-cut pieces of glass over at the Home Depot for like $10, $15. The mm-hmm. widest is 36 inches. Yeah. I think they're mostly for doors and stuff. Yeah, probably. And maybe windows. Yep. So I don't know if they even be thick enough to handle a 40-pound TV set. No, probably not. I think for that, you would need at least, just at a guess, I would say at least quarter-inch glass, maybe. I don't know anything about glass, I'll tell you. That's just a wild guess. Yeah. It's fun to think about, though. I wanted to get back to this that bothered me about IDC and Gartner and this big story in the press yeah. that max sales are down. And I'm thinking here, IDC at one time said in 2015, Windows Phone would supplant iOS as the number two mobile platform. We saw how that sure. worked out. Oh, now, yeah. they these companies, Gartner and IDC, they do surveys for paid clients. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, if I'm paying them millions of dollars, or hundreds of thousands of dollars, whatever their fee is, to do this research, I'm going to go back and say, you're wrong. Right. I want my money back. Well, it's, it's all based on stati- statistics. And you know what Mark Twain said about statistics, don't you? You have to he's, explain. He's, he said there were three kinds of lies. Lies, darned lies, and statistics. Of course. You can manipulate them in any way you want. You can always manipulate the numbers. And that's what places like IDC and Gartner do, is they manipulate the numbers to say what they want them to say. Right, but they'll get the coverage. Oh, Oh, max sales are down or flat. But then Apple reports record max sales. Doesn't anyone say... What's going on here? No, because you know what? In, in in many circles, Apple is still the the company that everybody loves to hate. Um, I've got a friend who I game with, and he is just absolutely adamant that Macs are the worst computers ever made, and he won't listen to reason. He won't look at the facts. He won't look at the fact that I've got a 2005 PowerPC G5 Mac Pro that I'm running Linux on, and it's my home entertainment server. He won't look at that fact. He only looks at what he wants to see, which is his friend had a Mac, and it went south, and Apple didn't fix it, probably because his friend went in and got attitude. Understand that I talk in some of my travels with people who use PCs and always come up with some kind of answer. But 
where I normally see the disconnect is with smartphones. Yes. And someone says, well, I use an iPhone and I couldn't do what I want with it. So I have this Samsung. And I said, what about security? What about the fact that Google has made you the product, but Apple insulates you from that? Right. And they didn't have an answer. I, they started yeah. going into the control and all Apple wants to do is social network. I said, they got millions of apps. No one forces you to use Facebook. If you can't stand Facebook or Twitter, don't use it. Right. What and, do you want to do with your phone that you can't do with their iPhone? Exactly. And, and the answer is nothing, but they won't see that. Or they'll say, well, it's old technology. And they won't look at the innovations that have gone into the technology. If it's old technology, why does it run faster? Right. And why is it more secure? I'm, I'm talking specifically about Face ID because that's where I've been getting the most arguments is that, oh, Samsung has had facial recognition for years. Yes, I know. But Samsung's idea of facial recognition can be tricked with a photograph. There are identical twins who struggle to trick Face ID. Yeah, with identical twins, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yep. It all depends on how far apart they've grown in appearance over the years. Exactly. And we don't expect a perfect solution. Face ID is not perfect. Touch ID is not perfect. But one person, one columnist pointed out something which is very interesting about Face ID. With Touch ID, you've got to go through a physical act, you know, touching that home button. Mm-hmm. With Face ID, just pick it up and look at it. And then you do what you want. Yeah. It's actually a smoother, more natural kind of function where you raise it to wake the phone. And that's, and that's- sufficient to unlock it. It is, and that's that's good, but that can also be problematic. What's your natural reaction when you pick up your phone or when someone picks up your phone and puts it in front of your face? Well, I look, look at, at it. it. To look at it. Well, what if someone's trying to force you to unlock your phone and that natural reaction kicks in? That's my only concern with Face ID, but it's not a big enough concern to stop me from buying the iPhone 10. Yeah, but if you're forced to it, they'll take a knife or a gun and say, okay, we want you to unlock your phone. And I will say, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Because there's no alternative. There, there are certain persons who won't necessarily take a knife or a gun to you for it. They'll just compel you in other ways. Um, law enforcement is my biggest concern. Right. But if a police officer says, unlock your phone, do you say, let me talk to my lawyer first? Yeah, I guess you do. If you feel there's a problem there, you feel that your rights are being trampled upon, call your lawyer. If you think there's nothing on there, you know, a few personal letters from my family, I'm... You know, indulge yourself, have fun. Maybe I'll help you with something. We've got Jeff Butts. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Have you checked your ECS lately? We have. We are New Pharma, scientists who specialize in human functions controlled by the endocannabinoid system, or ECS. Let me simplify. Your ECS is involved in physiological processes like appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and immune systems. New Pharma's patent-pending science is the big difference in our natural solutions formulated for your well-being. For example, our foundation product provides targeted nutrition to support a healthy endocannabinoid system, which is directly responsible for managing and controlling inflammation. This product contains turmeric, which is known as one of the best anti-inflammatories on the planet. Our Allergies product contains sage, which is a very effective decongestant. See all of our amazing capsules, essential oils, and ECS herbal tea at gnupharma.com. New Pharma, your path to wellness begins here. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. If you're an unincorporated business owner, it's too late for you. That is, if you've already been sued and lost your home, your car, and your personal life savings. But if you haven't been sued yet, there is still time to incorporate and protect your personal assets. And the first step is just a phone call away. Because Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free incorporation toolkit, call now, 1-800-936-9256. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC. LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. If someone sues tomorrow, will you lose everything? Don't wait until it's too late. Call now for your free incorporation toolkit. Hurry, they're still giving them away for free at 1-800-936-9256. Call 1-800-936-9256. That's 1-800-936-9256. Hello, Mr. Anderson. The NSA has noticed how much time you spend on conservative news sites. We have no choice but to consider you a domestic terrorist. Tired of your internet activity being monitored by Big Brother? Get VirtualShield.com, the world's easiest to use virtual private network. Browse the web anonymously, leaving pesky advertisers and spies in the dust. Get started today at VirtualShield.com. Take advantage of our free 30-day trial. VirtualShield.com. You have the right to remain private.
We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. I see, Jeff, the Texas attitude. You were a former redneck, were you not? I still am a redneck. What led you to Ohio? Um, a woman. They do that. You they know. do. And, and I'm no longer with that woman, but I met the most wonderful woman after that. And yeah, so that's why I've stayed in Ohio. And I've been here since now, late 2002. But you see that love, true love, is yep. from the movie The Princess Bride. True love. Love. True love. True love. They said that the part there of, of was it Mad Max, was it? Billy Crystal played yes. this crazy character in The Princess Bride. And they said most of his dialogue was ad-libbed. I believe that because most of Billy Crystal's dialogue has always been ad-libbed. Remember, Billy Crystal was a stand-up comedian first and an actor second. Okay. And that's so, perfect for a guy like Rob Reiner. Yeah. Whereas you can say in the movie A Few Good Men, based on a play from Aaron Sorkin, that they probably followed the script pretty closely. That's true. But you don't hire a stand-up comedian to say you can't handle the truth. That's true. Anyway, what has he yeah. done lately, Rob Reiner? I honestly, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I've been so buried in technology that it's, it's all I can do to keep up with Star Wars and Marvel. You don't follow DC? I do a little bit. I've, I've seen Suicide Squad. Um, I muddled my way through Batman versus Superman, which... That's three hours of my life I'll never get back. Wonder Woman has been my favorite movie of 2017, though. I saw some interesting things that I found notable. Number one, Chris Pine did his best William Shatner imitations, especially early on when he's rescued by Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. If you notice, of some of the mannerisms, it is definitely William Shatner. Yeah. And... Definitely, he. You understand why he was hired for Star Trek then. Oh yeah, that's a very notable thing. And I have hopes for Justice League because Josh Sweden took over as director, and I understand Danny Elfman is going to do some of the music for it. They're going to play the old Batman theme. Oh, nice! From the nineteen eighties, not the new one, but the no, original, no. the real Batman theme. No, 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 not that one. The not one, that for one? The, the one for the movie with Michael Keaton, the original movie version. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I can't remember it, but yes, nice. They might even resurrect the original Superman, John Williams theme. Really? Just, I have the headline here. Justice League will feature Danny Elfman's Batman 1989 theme. That's in addition to John Williams' Superman theme. Wow. Uh. Oh, man. Good times. He said that he's... And that's interesting right there. The quote 
Danny Elfman, Batman has only one musical theme. He also says he's going to weave Hans Zimmer's Wonder Woman guitar riff. That's oh, the electric cool. cello. Yep. Uh, it's going to be in there, too. Nice. Okay, so I've got I've got something to look forward to from DC. Right. I can't you play know, it here, but you can play the Batman theme, because we have to license music. That's another thing here, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can only play music that's specifically licensed to us. And so our theme songs and all that, they're either public domain or less than 30 seconds or we're licensed to us. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we've got to pay for the licensing and this is not a music show. Right. And, but you don't watch the CW TV stuff. Cool. You don't watch the CW TV shows. You know, Arrow, Supergirl. Yeah, I've, I've watched I've watched a couple episodes of Supergirl. Um, I never watched Arrow. Uh, what else have I watched? I've watched a few episodes of Flash, Daredevil. Daredevil is Netflix. Yeah, yeah, Netflix. It abstracts on you a, a while. It does. I, 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 I focus. I focus too much on technology, and you know, other than knowing this is DC and this is Marvel, and even then, sometimes I mess up. But you know, I just, I just enjoy living a tech life and watching my superhero movies and watching my Star Wars and Star Trek. And that's that's my life. That and my kids. Are your kids technologically involved? Very much so. Um, in fact, I constantly have to remind my youngest son, if you change the date and time on your iPad to hack your games, you won't get updates. Oh? Yeah, he's he's gone in because some of the games that he plays, if you set the clock back to a certain date, you get unlimited lives or unlimited clicks or whatever it is. And he he watches YouTube and he learns this stuff. And he's been doing this since he was eight. I think he was eight when we got him his first iPad mini. And he just he goes into the settings and. Sometimes I have to struggle to figure out how to undo what he's done. All right. By the way, if you want to hear what Danny Elfman has done for Justice League, go online. And they've got a clip over at EW.com. Justice League Heroes theme. What I hear in the trailers is playing the David Bowie song, Heroes. Really? I don't know if that's what he used, though. And I can't play it here because no. we're not allowed. No. All right. We'll go on there. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to have to hear that. Anyway, before we let you go in the winds with Elvis here, you have a kind of a modest collection of Macs there. You can buy any of the new models like a MacBook Pro with a touch bar? I'm hoping to. Yeah. Uh, real soon. Because I don't have, well, I have um, a G4 PowerBook that I've got running Linux as well. But right now, my daughter has that for school until I fix her Chromebook. But I really need to get something more mobile so I can go on vacation. So a, a Power Mac, or Power Mac, 
a Mac Pro is definitely in my, MacBook Pro, pardon me, is definitely in my future. Any case, Jeff Butts, if we want to know more about what you do, is there a site we can check out other than MacObserver.com? Um, the, the primary site is Mac Observer. I also write for App Advice, um, where I write is Jeff Burns with a Y. And I have my own podcast called Terminal Tinkering that's available on the iTunes store. Jeff Butts, thanks for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Gene, it's been a blast. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. 
heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So, Adam Inks, let me ask you a question here. When you take a shower, do you still wear your Apple Watch? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, I I have an Apple Watch Series One or original Apple Watch, and uh, while nominally it could handle it, um, I uh, I I am old enough. Uh, I grew up in an era where one took one's watch off when one got in the shower, along with the rest of one's clothes, and so I just do that by habit anyway. Right, Series One. Are you going to buy a Series Three? I'm not, but Tanya is my wife. Um, part of it is so we can you know we know how it works and can write about it for tidbits and uh, everything else we do. But she also spends quite a bit more time um, without her iPhone with her, and so having the cellular access will be more helpful to her. Um, one of the things that she, you know she she does a lot of running on trails by herself and things like that. So you know having phone access at times could be interesting. Just in general. You know, she's not entirely sure where her phone is a lot of the time. So, uh, with her current watch, the, probably the most you know common thing she does with it is uh, to find her phone. So it's constantly pinging as she tries to figure out where the phone has ended up. So calling the, Dick Tracy, calling Dick Tracy. It's going to happen for real because you'll be able to use it as a telephone, which I guess was something that was questionable when we had the rumors of LTE support that they wouldn't do that. But I think you're limited to like an hour of talk time. Yeah, yeah, that's what the battery life is, is about an hour. I mean, the big difference, of course, is, you know, from Dick Tracy is, uh, I think he, didn't he have a video, too, on, on his? I think later he did, yeah. Yeah, still no camera. Um, I mean, actually, a number of people I've said, said, you know, have talked to have said, oh, yeah, I'd actually like a camera, because a lot of the time when they're without their phone, they're also, you know, like hiking or swimming or something where they would, you know, kind of like to have a camera to take a picture. But uh, I think fitting a camera, even if you could do it, the, the ergonomics of putting it in a watch are really quite weird. So I think that's a little bit more tricky. So what they want is an iPhone with a small screen. <laughs> that they can wear around their wrist. Pretty much. <laughs> 
we'll see, you know, in some sense how it works, because, of course, you're still not going to be able to do that much on it in the sense of you don't get that much interface. But you'll be able to use Siri, and the faster processor means that Siri will be able to talk back to you. So that'll be an improvement. Honestly, my big problem, you know, again, being of a, a particular age is I can barely see the damn screen half the time. So being having voice feedback on certain things that happened would be useful. Or being able to have it read me messages, say, I don't know if it'll be able to do that or not. But you start to get that kind of capability with the faster processor. So therefore, you don't have progressive contact lenses? I do not. I currently wear one of each. So I have one eye tweaked for long distance, one eye tweaked for basically computer distance. And that lets me more or less operate operate well enough. But uh, really close for close reading, I still need glasses. I have astigmatism, and I wear contact lenses. I also have regular eyeglasses that are progressive. There are progressive contact lenses, but they're humongously expensive. Well, not humongously, like twice as much as regular contact lenses for astigmatism. I've heard also that they're not necessarily that comfortable. They sort of have to be weighted, I guess it is, so they they sit in your eye in the right way. I have no idea. I don't have astigmatism, but uh, you know, I'd, I'd asked about the progressive progressive contacts, and my eye doctor was rather negative about them. He's like, "Yeah, some people have them, some people like them, a lot of people don't." It was not a big win in his in his mind. So, I have not tried them. It's called multifocal contact lenses, all right? Yeah. And they give you seventy five dollar rebate if you buy them. <laughs> it's called Duet multifocal contact lenses has sun protection. They should buy advertising, but first send me a sample and I'll try it. Well, usually the eye doctors will give you a sample. It's still one of those things where I said, you know, I forget what the, there was something else with, because, you know, again, for it to be multifocal, it's got to sit on your eye in a particular way. If I remember correctly, it's not, you know, you can't just pop it in and have it, you know, any which way. It's got to be able to orient itself properly. So, any event, I could be wrong. I have no personal experience. But, uh, yes, I've gotten to the point where I'm basically sort of almost no matter what I do, I will have the wrong glasses or, you know, the wrong contacts or whatever. And just nothing nothing is uh, is, is ever quite as crisp as it should be. Well, I'm going to look it up and see what it costs me. But I think we're going to have to sell a lot of subscriptions to the Tech Night Owl Plus for me to have these multifocal contact lenses for astigmatism. That's got to be pretty complicated. Now, we can always use Retinox, which is that thing they spray in your eyes in the 23rd century. <laughs> is that what they called it? That was from Star Trek to Wrath of Khan. I think it was oh, I Retinox or something like that. And if I'm wrong... Sue me. Seriously, let's get back to the Apple Watch Series 3. Now, obviously, you can buy a version for $70 less without the LTE radio. Now, do you think it's going to be a really big deal for people or what? I do, actually. You know, I think that there are, you know, enough people who are using the Apple Watch independently from their iPhones. I mean, what Apple found, and you saw this with the series switch from the Series 1 to the Series 2, was that the whole idea of an Apple Watch as a fashion accessory or a productivity accessory, not a big deal. You know, that's not what people were really using them for. People were using them for the fitness capabilities. They wanted to be able to have it help them with workouts and track their steps and all that kind of stuff, closing the rings. And so the 
focus on fitness has really changed a little bit of where Apple's gone with it. I mean, you see in watchOS 4, new workout types, new changes to the workout app so that it's easier to use, and you can string workout types together, and activity will nag you more, or congratulate you more, whatever you want. And so, I think the cellular model of the watch for 70 bucks more is a relatively easy decision if you're buying a new watch or you, like Tanya, are in a situation where you already know what the watch will do for you and you, you, you can see this use case of being able to use it separate from the phone. Now, you don't have to, I mean, the other side of it is you don't, it's going to cost like 10 bucks a month to have the connected to your, your cell plan. And you don't actually have to do that immediately or necessarily at all. So even if you think you might want to do it, it's just that $70 extra extra fee to say, yeah, this is something, a capability that I might want to try. And, and if I don't, you know, no harm, no foul, it's not that much money. I do think that's going to be um, popular and a nice change. Well, we're going to have to see how this works out with the Apple Watch. What is significant is that it actually pretty much owns the market right now. Yes. Fitbit sales have gone down. Google Wear has gone nowhere. Samsung Galaxy Gear has gone nowhere. It's kind of like the world of the iPod, but not in the same volumes. Do you see the Apple Watch becoming a real volume product? I mean, you know, selling what? three, four, five million units a quarter is actually a lot for most companies. For Apple, it's not a lot. Yeah, I will say that my feeling is, is the Apple Watch has significantly, um, has been doing better. That, you know, initially there was some thought that it wasn't that, you know, like the, the one, the version one wasn't that useful. It was just kind of an accessory and whatnot. But over time, I don't know, I just see a lot of Apple Watches in the wild. You know, they seem to be the kind of thing that people have gravitated to. And that's, you know, I think that's telling. You know, they, they, it's sort of in the wild that I really, you know, I, I mean, you can always, you know, statistics, you never, or the, the sales estimates from analysts, you never know. Um, but, you know, as you see something, you, know, you, you, you take a flight, for instance, so you're in an airport and you're just wandering through, you're just seeing this incredible cross section of people and how many of them are using a particular device. That's, gives you a feel for it. So Apple did say that, you know, as you say, it's the number one selling watch now, or it's the number some, one number one watch business, I guess is probably a better way of putting it, because it was, you know, above Rolex. Rolex in 2016 had $4.7 billion in sales. So I tried to actually work out how, you know, what that meant for, you know, how many Apple watches were sold. But the problem is we don't really know how much, you know, what Apple's counting for the numbers. More to come with Adam Inkst. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night How Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. 
Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on this special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Actual testimonials from real Numana customers. I've tried all kinds of food storage, and Numana is by far the best. I'm a single mom with two teenage boys and a full-time job. I don't always have time to cook a four-course meal. That's where Numana has been such a blessing. I can spend less time in the kitchen and more time on what matters most, like helping with homework. Find out for yourself. Order online at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Numana is... Thepowermall.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best, complete, nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know.
Adaminx tidbits joining us. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. Now, when you look at Apple Watch sales, obviously we're looking at the other products category, right? Yes. Okay, so we're guessing. Everybody's guessing based on total sales, this percentage is this, that percentage is that. But don't you think when you get a range of industry analysts, they're probably close to the mark? Hmm, maybe, maybe not. The problem is you just never know what they're basing the information on. You know, in general, yes, there's one of those rules. Like if you have, you know, you're at the state fair and there's a guess the weight of the prize pig, if you have a thousand people guess at the weight of the prize pig, the average of those guesses will probably be right. So, you know, you can use that that approach. All that said, you know, I was just I was just trying to recalculate based on the fact that we know that it's bigger than Rolex. And Rolex sold four point seven billion in revenues in two thousand sixteen. If you calculate that out for the Apple Watch at say three hundred, four hundred dollars average somehow, you know, you get somewhere in the like the ten to fifteen million a year sold. So it's rough numbers, and you know as that's kind of where analysts have, have put things as well. I've seen numbers like 12 million. I've seen numbers like 20 million. But Apple isn't saying for sure. I don't quite know why. I'm not sure why they're being so, so coy about it. They usually aren't coy about other things. So unknown. Just a question here, though, and that is with regard to the Apple Watch. Does Apple expect to ultimately sell 10, 20, 30 million a quarter? It's never going to be like the iPhone. No. In some sense, you can see that it can't be because they're still selling the Series 1. And they're still completely supporting the Series 1, you know, a couple of years later. And what that says is that they do not anticipate people to be replacing them. So the iPhone sells as many as it does because people replace them. They're not getting new iPhone buyers every time. They're getting replacements. And maybe it's not every year. Maybe it's every two years. I mean, certainly two years was the traditional time back when everyone was on contract. Even still, you know, they break, they they get hurt in various different ways, and people replace them. So I do think that the smartphone sales velocity is never going to be equaled by anything else um, because nothing else is quite so consumable in some way. With a watch, I guess you do kind of expect to keep that for a number of years. It's not like a <laughs> smartphone. Well, and, I mean, you, you look at the ads from the, the luxury watchmakers, you know, and they talk about how you're going to be passing this watch down to the next generation. I mean, they, you know, sort of from in the watch world, people expect to have watches forever. So the idea that you would replace your Apple Watch every year or two is not where the watch world is, uh, you know, in terms of in terms of that industry. So Apple, you know, whether or not they can convince people that they will replace them every five years, maybe that could happen, but it's not going to happen because it's somehow a known thing to do in watches. So it's a new kind of vibe, new kind of industry. And I guess if Apple remains number one or way at the top and keeps adding improvements, it's going to make sense for people. I see more and more Apple Watches in the wild. I really do. People yeah. I would never expect to see with an Apple Watch. That's the Apple Watch. Moving on, Apple TV. Quickly, we talked about this a little bit with Kirk McElhern, but it's best to talk with an American guest <laughs> because he lives in the UK and sometimes things are different. Now... I had thought Apple might try to cut the price, but instead 
the 32 gigabyte version is $30 more. The 64 is the same price as last year. However, they're going to be offering 4K movies for the same price as HD. They'll automatically, as you download them and as they're available, upgrade your existing HD movie library and TV shows, whatever, to 4K as they're made available. So what you save there, I guess, pays for the unit over time. Because when you look at Amazon for physical media, 4K tends to be $5 more or higher. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is a world that I personally have never quite understood because to me, the concept of buying a movie is just foreign. That, you know, I don't, there are a very small handful of movies that I would ever want to watch again so much that I would purchase it. And I wouldn't actually likely, as it turns out, want to watch it again soon enough that it would be in the same form factor. So I actually have some VHS tapes of movies I like. Gee, not going to be watching those again. <laughs> so uh, I'm in some sense the wrong person to, to to comment on this, but I do think also the cost of the box is uh, of the Apple TV box itself is only one part of the equation, right? And the other two parts are the content, which Apple seems to be doing a good job with in terms of keeping the price the same and upgrading people, and the TV. You know, the fact is, you've got to have a brand new TV that supports 4K HDR to be able to do this. And if you've got a a fancier system that has a receiver and all that, you might need to be upgrading that as well. I was just chatting with a friend who's like, who, you know, he's like, yeah, I love my Apple TV, but I'm not going to spend $1,000 on a new TV and receiver so that I could do 4K. So to me, the big expense really has has little to do with the Apple TV or the content. It's all about buying the TV again. You know, unless you buy your TV every two years, which again that seems even stranger to me. I mean, you know, TVs are the sort of thing to my mind that you buy every ten years, maybe fifteen years sometimes. You know, they're not a consumable at all. So you really got to want that 4K HDR. Video movie experience to be willing to pony up the money for that. Now, it is very possible here we will be testing a brand new 4K TV from one of the major manufacturers. We'll let you know when we have it. Of course, we'll have to get an Apple TV in here. But some of them are including smart TV features where you won't need Apple TV to get, say, Netflix or Amazon Prime Video in 4K. It's only going to be if you want to rent or buy content from iTunes. Yeah. And in fact, I would I would guess that nearly all 4K HDR TVs will have smart TV capabilities. And I think you'll basically be incapable of buying something that has that level of technical sophistication, but they're not going to put in some kind of smart TV thing as well. So you're right. It's the the iTunes ecosystem is the only thing that's not in there. But at the same time, the Apple TV interface, much as it may not be perfect, is still, from what I gather, the best one out there for video streaming box interfaces. But if you're just watching Netflix, you'll put up with whatever you have. It's not yep. bad in Roku. Yeah. And, you know, we have a Panasonic TV, and, you know, it's 
five years old at this point or six years old or something. So I still consider it a new TV. Um, but I mean, it's not a C, it's not my, it's not a 20 inch Sony CRT or something. I mean, that would be an old TV, you know, but it has a, a Netflix app and it worked just fine. Yeah. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best interface. It was a little bit funky to get to use all that, but it worked. And the same with Amazon prime. And, um, but you know, the Apple TV is just better. If so, we just use the Apple TV and, you know, when push came to shove, in fact, we didn't watch Amazon Prime as much because getting the TV to work properly was just enough fussier that it wasn't quite worth it when there was plenty of stuff to watch on Netflix. So I'm actually looking forward to the Amazon Prime video app coming out um, for Apple TV. What do you think here of the tendency here of some new TVs not to have a tuner anymore? You know, there's so many people who just aren't going to do traditional TV. So it, it doesn't surprise me that some have said, you know, we can cut some costs right here. And, you know, so many of our customers aren't going to care. Yeah. What well, is that? If you need to buy a tuner, they're like 30 to $50 for a digital tuner. It's not like a big deal. It yeah. just seems, well, I guess they assume that. 95% of their customers or 98% of their customers don't need it so they can sell the set less. And there's obviously the goal of making them cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I don't know. We'll see yeah. what happens. What's Apple going to do with its TV initiative? They're going to spend a billion dollars on content. <laughs> of course, Netflix is spending six and seven. So what do you think? Uh, you know, I just hope Apple spends it on something that's better than what they've done so far. I mean, both Carpool Karaoke and Planet of the Apps are just such lame television, you know, that I, I don't, I guess I don't have a feel for what kind of TV Apple wants to have its name on. And I am a little surprised that Carpool Karaoke and Planet of the Apps are what it wants to have its name on now because they seem like shoddy TV, honestly. We've you got know, more to come about Apple's TV initiative with Adam Inks and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. 
Fully cooked, ready to eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready to eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready to eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, so I can't even begin to think about the lame titles Apple has. But they also hired two executives from... Sony. And then add more executives. These are people who have serious credentials in bringing TV shows to the screen. They appear to know what they're doing. So does that mean that Apple now realizes it has to do this seriously and not with silly, nonsensical content? <laughs> we can hope. You know, that's definitely not my world, so I don't have a feel for how important these people really are or how important their jobs really are. Is that the missing link? You know, that, you know, you can't just throw a billion dollars at something and, and, and end up with great TV, I guess. But are these the people who are going to make it happen? Hopefully, we'll see. I mean, the one thing I will say is a little frustrating, um, just speaking as a consumer here, is that we're seeing a real fragmentation of what was already a fragmented mainstream media world. And the more that Netflix and HBO and Amazon Prime and Apple and Showtime and everyone does their own content, the less common that content becomes for society. So, you know, there used to be a time when everyone watched MASH. You know, that was something that you could guarantee that people would understand there'd be references, things like that. Now, it's almost impossible to have, you know, to know what any person you're talking to, what they could have possibly even seen. Not necessarily, you know, not that, oh, it's Thursday. That means that we can talk about the show that was on last night. Now there are 42 shows to talk about. And 42 shows to talk about on different subscription-only networks that you would have that you have would have to subscribe to separately. You see, this oh. is where cord cutting can become a nightmare. So originally, people said, "Oh, cord cutting! I'll put up a digital antenna and get the local stations." They even sell DVRs for off-air. I'll go to Netflix and maybe I'll add Hulu. And then suddenly, everybody says we're going to have our own service. So we have yep. HBO now, and then we are have CBS All Access. And wait a minute, you want to see the new Star Trek Discovery TV show? Well, on the 24th of this month, it'll be broadcast on CBS stations. From then on, you have to pay $5.99 a month for CBS All Access. And what else is on there? Except for maybe off-air stuff 
The Good Fight, which is the sequel or the spinoff from The Good Wife. I don't know of anything else. Then you want Netflix to see the Marvel stuff, but maybe the Marvel stuff like The Defenders and Daredevil, that might be going to Disney because Disney's going to remove its content in a couple of years and start their own streaming service. And then you have yep. Hulu. Now, if you're a member of Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Prime Video. And everybody and his mother has, and father, to be fair and politically correct, is going to have a streaming service. So you save the money from the cable guy. And the satellite guy. And then you order 10 different services, and now you're paying the same amount, but there's no other way to get those shows. I want House yep. of Cards. I want the shows that are on Netflix. I have to have Netflix. I want the shows on the other networks, or Man in the High Castle, is it, on Amazon? i got to have Amazon. And now I want Star Trek. I have to have CBS All Access. And I want Game of Thrones. It's on HBO is HBO is Game of Thrones? Yes, I've lost track. I want Showtime for Ray Donovan. My brain's about to explode with all these services. I'm getting so mad, I'm about to break all my equipment and throw it into the wall because it's too expensive. I want it to yep. save money, and they don't want me to save money. Well, and that just it is, is yeah, of course, they don't want you to save money. And and I think the, the only solution, so to speak, is, in essence, that you just don't, you don't do it by show, right? You say, I'm going to watch, I'm going to pay for Netflix. I'll only watch Netflix. If it's, if shows on Amazon um, and I'm not, I don't have Amazon Prime, too bad. Sort of like back in the old day when you didn't get CBS on your antenna because that station was just too far away. You go back to the old days. Or you can say, you know what, I'll compromise. I'll get most of what I like from basic cable or satellite, order one or two of these other services like Netflix, and maybe the other services have one or two shows, and that's it. Now, what is Apple going to do now if they bring out really good TV content? Will it become part of Apple Music, and then it'll be Apple Music and TV? How is that going to be presented? I assume that's what they have to do, not start another service because i thought that train had left the station yes yeah as it's all extremely uh, hard to imagine frankly because you're right that apple you know it sort of makes sense that it would be in an apple music subscription but then they've got all the other video stuff over on itunes and uh, it's just a mess sometimes you know that you have to figure out where what you want to watch is and do you have the appropriate subscription and do you wish to get a subscription but but you only want to watch this one thing and does that make it worth the subscription Ugh, i have no answers all i can say is is that if people are feeling um, overwhelmed and confused uh, they're not alone well, speaking of streamers, by the way, the people at Vizio sent me a note. They use Chromecast built into their TV set. So that's their option. Does Chromecast have 4K? I guess it does now, right? Mm, the most recent one, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's they're offering 4K sets, so Chromecast better have 4K. Yeah, one assumes. It's also, uh, I mean, and again, you know, we were talking about before. Oh, here it is. is. Yes, there's a Chromecast Ultra 4K. We were talking about it before is that you know i do wonder a little bit how much uh 4k uh depends on your eyes being really good you know if you if you don't have the best eyes in the world are you gonna you know is are you gonna see the difference between 4k and hd maybe maybe not you know i don't know it also depends by the way on the size of the screen and the distance when you're watching it 
So yeah. from a normal distance, 55 inch is a sweet spot. You'll probably see it. If you have a really large master bedroom or living room, you won't. If you have a 60 or 65 inch set, you will. And maybe the TV makers figure they'll sell you the 60 or 65 inch sets because you need that to watch the 4K stuff. I don't know. We have to see what Apple does with that. Let's move to a few other things that came out here. Now, we talked about this briefly with Kirk McElhern, the new Apple file system. And I've got to see the GM seed for High Sierra available to public beta testers and developers as of Thursday. Apple's file system, APFS, more secure, more robust, faster, etc., etc. But if you have a Mac, an iMac especially, with a Fusion drive, it's not yet supported. I guess it was supported in the early betas and it got wonky and they've got instructions how to restore your Fusion drive. So it's not yet available. In fact, Apple says in a tech note to beta testers, not available in the initial release, which means it'll come later. So that's another consideration about the Apple file system. Not originally or initially automatically installed on normal hard drives, although you can convert them, apparently. Yeah, it's not clear. Yeah, yeah, it's just a convert uh, command in the Disk Utility app. It's not clear to me. I mean, Apple has said very specifically, SSDs, flash storage drives, um, will be converted to APFS when you upgrade to High Sierra. You can't opt out of that. Fusion drives and hard disk drives will not be converted. And what is not clear to me is if that means that there are some situations where Apple simply doesn't know how it's going to work or it's not working well, or if they're just trying to reduce their, in essence, their test matrix, right? You know, that there are probably you know, the, the fusion drive and, and the hard drives will provide, you know, have a, be more likely to have weird setups, and that Apple hasn't seen yet, and they want to be taking those a little bit slower. So it's specific. You know, it is specific for. about fusion drives not supported. There's mm-hmm. no way to do it. There was a way to do it with the early beta release, mm, but I took it that caused okay. wonky problems. And there's a whole technical note for public beta testers how to restore your fusion drive. It's not like just reformatting. It is to use a handful of terminal commands to restore the core fusion storage mm, to recreate so the fusion drive which is the hard drive and the ssd you have to recreate it we've got more to come to try to figure this out with adam angst and gene steinberg on the tech night out live Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. 
Attack of the Rockoids, and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Google has all but banned the movie series, What Would Muhammad Do? It's a brilliant film on the true history and goals of Islam. This is the film Trump's enemies and holdouts from the Obama administration are terrified you will see. Pro-Islamic groups working with Google and other multi-billion dollar corporations have vowed to suppress the distribution of What Would Muhammad Do? When you see it, you'll understand why. Get your copy while you still can. Order the four DVD collection today for $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Or go online and download the entire movie series for just $19.95. But wait, for those who order in the next 30 minutes, we'll throw in a nine-part series on the Muslim Brotherhood absolutely free. Go to www.mdfilm.com or call 304-289-3700 now. That's www.mdfilm.com or call 304-289-3700 now. Hi, I'm Craig Samet, Chief Clinical Officer from Anthem. Every new parent dreams of bringing their baby home for the first time. But some babies are born too sick or too soon to come home right away. That's why the Anthem Foundation supports the life-saving research and programs of the March of Dimes, the leading nonprofit organization for pregnancy and baby health. Help us give every baby a fighting chance so that more babies can come home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.org. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. I'm going to leave that in terms of APFS. I'm sure that when Apple feels that it'll work with a fusion drive, because the implication is they're still working on it, they'll put it in, but not before. 
and even then I suspect it'll be optional, okay? And no matter what happens, have a backup. This is the example I made in previous segment, why you need to have a backup if you do public beta testing. Developers know this, but it's not a casual thing. Yes, like an iPhone, you could restore it. With a Mac, it may screw up your drive completely, like with Apple file system, and you got to start over. And you got to have the backup. You know, especially with APFS, the backup is, it's a little bit more complicated potentially, as you say, with a fusion drive. Um, and just in general, you would have to completely reformat your drive before you're restoring your backup too. If you were trying, you know, even if you didn't have to have fusion drive. I won't say it's one way, but it's, uh, it is definitely harder to go backwards in, in, with once you're changing the file system. So at least at this point, Leave well enough alone. In terms of High Sierra, for me, it mostly works. I'm seeing a strange thing in iMovie with the so-called hmm. GM seed, where I upload iMovie files to YouTube for the PowerCast. And now the way we work it out is we have a long audio file over two hours, and then we have a single video file that's stretched over that entire length. I no longer see the preview of it Hmm. in iMovie. Now, it still uploads perfectly well. It must be a minor cosmetic thingy that they're going to fix, just to be careful. And even then, remember, a Golden Master's Seed may not be the final version. So, on the 14th, Apple releases the GM of High Sierra. It's going to be made available for download on the 25th. There's time for maybe another update or two between now and then. With iOS 11, probably not because it's going to be released on the 19th. Just a word to the wise. iPhone 10. Now, Kirk is upset about the notch. <laughs> the notch looks kind of silly to me. I can see where, you know, if you're holding it vertically, you, you stick your information in each corner about your cellular connection. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense to me. Why do we need a notch? We understand mechanically why you have to have it. But why have the screen extend to the edge at the top? Why couldn't it just stop below that particular area? There's no reason why it couldn't just stop below. And I presume that Apple took that as an option and looked at both of them and tested both of them and went with the, went with the notch. So it's a choice, right? You do one or you do the other. And I imagine that fitting into the corners, hitting those curves was something that they felt was aesthetically important. I'll know when I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be getting one, so I'll know in you know no, early November what uh, what I think of it for real. But my strong suspicion is is that it will simply fade into the background within a couple of days. It will just be the new normal, and you won't think twice about it. Except for the Apple critics. Well, because they have to come up with something to criticize. <laughs> you can come up with something to criticize no matter what. You know, ooh, the back is glass. It's gonna break more readily. Yes, it will. If you drop it on asphalt, it's a little bit more likely to break. You know, there's, that's, that's true. On the other hand, you drop it on asphalt, you're taking your chances no matter what. So Apple is making very specific design decisions, and I don't believe there is a right or wrong in this these cases. It is merely a choice that they have made and you can agree or disagree, but you know, all that really you can do is not buy it. If you think it's that big a deal, 
And so given the fact that all the people who are whining about it haven't actually used it, I don't give a lot of credence to their whining. Now, there's an article in a fairly major online portal from what I call a usual offender. Let me tell you what he does. It's an article saying why I will not buy the iPhone 10. Okay, so he says, well, I've had my iPhone 6 Plus for three years, and my Apple Care policy is about to expire. This guy is living in a dream world. The Apple Care policy is two years. So he's been living on borrowed time for a year. He doesn't know this. He's ignorant. He only writes for a major online portal. I used to work for the online portal, by the way. So, you know, I'm just saying that. First thing that he doesn't seem to know. The second thing is he doesn't want to be an early adopter and buy the first version of something. That makes a lot of sense. Except that the iPhone 6 is the first Apple smartphone, the 6 and the 6 Plus, with a larger screen. Therefore, it is version 1. So he owns a version 1. He's a year out of warranty and doesn't want to buy a new iPhone because it will be version 1. Do you feel dizzy yeah. yet? Uh, I mean, again, you know, he's gonna—it's clickbait, right? This is this is a bogus a bogus article. If he doesn't want to buy it, he shouldn't buy it. That's his business. But it doesn't mean that it's necessarily applicable to anyone else. Now, it is true that the iPhone 10 has more new technology in it than normal. But again, as you say, as you point out, you know, all of these things have new technology at some point or another, and whether or not it uh, it works perfectly is 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 always a question. But if you th- actually go back and look, I don't think Apple has ever had a real problem with you know a new technology just not working. You know, there's something else here too. He's already keeping his iPhone six plus. I gave you, by the way, Adam, and it won't be publicized the name of the site on which it was posted. So it's in your message panel. He sees it's a major place owned by a major media company. Okay? Owned by a major media company. Now, let's continue with this story here. Now, the iPhone will not ship till the 3rd of November. Within a few days of that, a few of the usual offenders will have their copy and they'll review them. You know, that... People like David Pogue and others will have one. They'll review it. They'll tell you what they think about all the stuff. They'll tell you if they encountered any glitches with it. And you'll know. So that's number one. You wait till then. You've held your iPhone 6 this long. It works fine. You wait. Don't make a decision. Okay. It seems to be okay. Now wait till it gets to the stores and try it out. Maybe it'll take a couple of weeks because it'll be in short supply. But unless your iPhone 6 explodes tomorrow, which it will not, you wait until the middle of November. You go to an Apple store or AT&T store. You play with it. And you say, you know what? I can dig this. Because you're a tech journalist. We're talking here of a major online portal. A tech journalist should investigate. You know, I'm not going to say I'm not going to buy something until I see it. Listen to people who comment. Oh, I got this thing. The face ID sucks. Or it's marvelous. It's wonderful. It's just so perfect. Even with my crazy beard that I just shaved off. They did a TV movie of The Saint, the one that Roger Moore played years ago. And the guy who plays the role, I'll give you a sample of this beard thing, is Adam Rayner. Who's Adam Rayner? He's a British actor who played in The Tyrant, where it's somebody who's a pediatrician, goes back to his home country and becomes its leader like a tyrant. And he has this beard. So you see him at the beginning of The Saint with a beard, then he shaves the beard, and then he grows it back again. And my feeling is he filmed The Saint 
while he was still doing the other show and he couldn't shave the beard. More to come with mm. Adam Inks on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250 A, C250 E, C250 Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-972-6540. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away so you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow plus it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road fillings crowns bridges even costly dentures there's no deductible and no annual maximum your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies even if you're retired there are no networks so you can choose any dentist you'd like call now for a free information kit with all the details 1-800-972-6540 that's 1-800-972-6540 1-800-972-6540 Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, 
years, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So anyway, you know, I don't know where that got into the play here, but you know, it gets to be pretty wacky. But the question here is, would Adam Rayner, with and without his beard, be able to use Face ID? See, that's a test Apple right there. Him. Yes. Apple so, says so that we- Adam Rayner, with and without his beard, can use it. By the way, watch the saint because that's a future possible James Bond, Adam Rayner. He's the right age. Without the beard, he has the look. And he has a sense of humor. And he has his action chops. So I think the the more general issue that that bugs me about this this article that you're talking about is sort of a uh, an issue in tech journalism of it's it's navel gazing it's narcissism. This person thinks that he's not going to buy the iPhone 10. Okay, fair enough. Lots of people aren't going to buy the iPhone 10, but the fact that he's not going to is irrelevant. If he was doing his job, he would be looking at the various factors that would help someone else decide if they were going to buy the iPhone X. So that's what the role is. The role is not to pontificate about your personal issues. It's the, do you believe that this would be good for this sort of user or not? So, you know, we're talking about the Apple TV 4K. I don't want one. But I'm not saying anyone else shouldn't buy them. If you really love video content and you you can see the difference and you have the equipment or are willing to buy the equipment, go nuts. 4K is HDR is going to be beautiful. But on the other hand, if you don't wish to buy a new TV, you shouldn't buy the 4K Apple TV because it's not enough different. So you know, those are the kinds of things that a tech journalist should be helping their readers figure out. So the real title out. of the article should have been, should you buy an iPhone 10? But then he's premature because you can't say because, that now because it's too early. You make that <laughs> decision down the pike. You say, okay, now it's shipping. We got the reviews in. Now we can say, do you think you should? And then we get the $1,000 barrier, which can be a key even, thing here. You can, even say, you can even say it beforehand based on what are known specs. Obviously, until you've literally tried it, you can't say certain things about it. But as you say, $1,000. If saving money on an iPhone is your, is your big deal, you should probably get an iPhone SE, which you can still get for 350 From the budget standpoint, the iPhone 10, not your option. And but, by the way, know, AT&T is selling the iPhone SE on one of their special lease purchase plans, $11.5 a month. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Be realistic also about this. They talk about the pricing 
a 64 gigabyte Samsung Galaxy Note 8 is about $950 if you don't take advantage of one of those two-for-one sales. So for about $49 more, you get an iPhone 10. That's the difference in price for the same storage capacity, 64 gigabytes, $49. For a monthly payment, it's like $2 a month. I mean, that's the difference between the Galaxy Note 8 and the iPhone 10. So if you think that a top-of-the-line Samsung is worth your money, certainly a top-of-the-line iPhone is too. Yeah, these things cost that kind of money because they are amazingly you know, engineered and manufactured. I mean, the amount of the amount of effort and cost that goes into them is high. So will they get cheaper? Yes, as you can see. I mean, it's very interesting to see Apple managing its the range of its line by keeping older iPhones available. You know, going all the way back. So we've got the the ten, we've got the eight and the eight plus, we've got the seven and the seven plus, we've got the six S and the six plus and the S E. So that's a really pretty wide range of capabilities and price points. And and it, interestingly, it's done via time rather than having, you know, a whole product line that's constantly updated to have a low-end model. You know, it's the it's the, the new low-end model as opposed to just keeping last year's high-end model as the low-end model. So I think that's a an, an, a, a much it's a much different way of doing things than we've seen in the technology industry. And it's an acknowledgement that in many ways, the technology, the, the, the hardware, much as we can do cool new stuff, it isn't necessary. iOS 11 is going to run on every one of those devices just fine. And by the way, the iPhone 6S is 449 Yep. Okay. 449 $1,871 a month. And that's a perfectly respectable product. So Apple's got this huge product line, and all this stuff is current with the current operating systems. It'll give you good performance. You've got one, two, three, four, you have five different lines of iPhones. I mean, they're doing everything they can to make it possible to you, for you to afford one. This is the yes. widest iPhone range ever. And frankly speaking, the difference between a 6S and a 7, for most people... It's probably very minor. I, all right, so the 7 is water-resistant and the home button is has a fake or a taptic engine. It doesn't really have a mechanical button. Yeah. But what's the difference? A difference in performance will be somewhat noticeable. But I think a 6S is perfectly as good as a 7. For most people, a 6S and a 7 aren't that distinguishable. So I don't know. I think Apple is making a pretty good argument here. I also think they're going to sell a heck of a lot of stuff (laughs) the holiday season. They're going to sell tons of iPhones because whatever we think about the notch and the edge-to-edge and the higher price, people are going to look at it practically. Well, it's a few dollars more per month because that's how they buy it. Or if I put it on my credit card, all right, well, what's the difference between $100 more? I'll pay it off next year. Whatever it is, I think a lot of people are going to be buying those things. It's going to be back-ordered for months. It could be like AirPods. I think they're just still kind of almost catching up with orders from AirPods. They haven't yet. No. I mean, the AirPods have been out, what, a year? I literally ordered some AirPods in August um, and got them six weeks later. So, yeah, they're still not caught up on the AirPods. And the iPhone X, the real question is the OLED screen. 
So that's going to be that that's the big technology unknown in terms of can they get quantity can you know are there manufacturing issues etc cetera, etc cetera. and we'll see you know again you know they've made some number of them already and they are waiting in factories to ship and uh, and you know we'll see just how back ordered they get after that first rush i have a feeling it's going to be real back order and the yeah. reason i say that is because we've had this demand for the the iPhone 10, even when it was the iPhone 8, for so long that people <laughs> would be rushing to buy it. So I think that's the big deal there. It's had over a year's free publicity. Yeah, I I do wonder a little bit how many, how much the average buyer pays attention to the tech rumor world. So, you know, we'll see. But, you know, I mean, Apple has such a huge reach now that they have to be ready for anything like this, you know, that, you know, that is imaginable. Um, But at the same time, you know, Tim Cook, you know, made his uh, made his name on doing, you know, really careful operations and not, you know, not building too many of any one things or not too quickly or too late or, you know, all this just in time manufacturing. So, you know, we will see. But I, you know, they're not going to be I don't think Apple will be surprised. They might be wrong about how you know they may how many they thought they were going to sell or how many they can make or it's possible they would like to make more and simply their manufacturing partners can't do it you know that there there are you know limitations in the world the world just doesn't necessarily spin up to to meet your demands we have limitations with time we hit up against the clock and the computer and therefore we have to go until the next segment with Adam Inks and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. 
Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live-underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional, off-the-grid mobile survival bug-out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. Chad here, owner of Infidel Body Armor. With the shooting in Vegas, there will be calls to ban guns and body armor. You can expect prices to rise dramatically in the coming weeks as gun grabbers try to outlaw your freedom. If you don't have your armor kit yet, you are behind the curve. Don't miss your window of opportunity. Go to InfidelBodyArmor.com and click on Specials. That's InfidelBodyArmor.com. This just in, before your doctor gives you another antibiotic prescription that you don't want, get this free report, The Miracle of Garlic, Your First Home Medicine. This free report is filled with easy kitchen remedies for common colds, flus, sore throats, ear infections, and more. Plus, learn to boost your immunity before you get sick. Go now to GCNWellness.com, just like it sounds, GCNWellness.com to get your free report, The Miracle of Garlic. Click GCNWellness.com. Have you checked your ECS lately? We have. We are New Pharma, scientists who specialize in human functions controlled by the endocannabinoid system, or ECS. Let me simplify. Your ECS is involved in physiological processes like appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and immune systems. New Pharma's patent-pending science is the big difference in our natural solutions, formulated for your well-being. For example, our foundation product provides targeted nutrition to support a healthy endocannabinoid system, which is directly responsible for managing and controlling inflammation. This product contains turmeric, which is known as one of the best anti-inflammatories on the planet. Our Allergies product contains sage, which is a very effective decongestant. See all of our amazing capsules, essential oils, and ECS herbal tea at gnuphama.com. New Pharma. Your path to wellness begins here. KD Armor has been on a mission to manufacture the most comfortable body armor on the market, and we've succeeded. With the release of our CQB technology, we now offer the most comfortable concealable rifle threat body armor available. Things may look good now, but what if you need added protection? Get your very own concealable rifle threat armor today at kdarmor.com. And for a limited time, get all plates at wholesale pricing only at catiarmor.com. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. So coming back again to the iPhone 10 and potential demand and all that good stuff, I think there's going to be some very interesting news coming up during the quarterly financials with regard to the December quarter at Apple. Now, when we look at this, just bear in mind here that even though Samsung sells more physical units than Apple, Apple sells far more units than Galaxy smartphones. Remember that. 
You know, where they'll okay. sell 10 million, <laughs> Apple will sell 40 or 50 million or something. And that's a really huge difference there that we don't consider. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing that I always find amusing is the level to which, you know, all these companies are sort of in bed together, right? So, you know, Samsung is making parts for iPhones too. Every, everyone knows what everyone else is doing. There's no huge differences in, in a, lot of, a lot of these kinds of products in many ways. And they have different markets. I mean, that's why Apple has you know, always been focused on the entire ecosystem, iOS and the iOS hardware, and then connecting into Mac OS and all the iCloud stuff, because that's what differentiates it more than anything else at this point. Do you think it's going to be another Apple event this year? Um, hard to say. The I don't offhand think so, but the things that are hanging um, a little bit of the iMac Pro, and if they wanted to say something more about the Mac Pro for next year, I would be a little surprised if we'd see any other Mac announcements. But the iMac Pro is the one thing that I don't kind of have a have in my head as to where on the calendar. We can expect it. Oh, and then there's also the HomePod. So, yeah, so I, I think we actually could see another Apple event because the HomePod and the iMac Pro, although completely different, one or the other of them might be significant enough to warrant an in-person event as opposed to just trying to uh, kind of slip it out online. Do you think in terms of the Mac Pro, Apple is going to possibly do a special event for it? And if so, will it be this year during the rollout of the iMac Pro? They might mention it if they roll out the iMac Pro, but it's definitely not going to be this year. They were very clear about how we will not see a Mac Pro in 2017. So I don't think we would see much more than an update if they were rolling out the iMac Pro if they knew that the iMac Pro was not going to answer the needs of some particular major audience, they might have a segment saying, yes, we know that it does not have X, Y, and Z. And for that, you'll be wanting to wait for the Mac, you know, the Mac Pro. Here's a sneak peek on what we're doing. That's going to be coming sometime in later 2018. Yeah, maybe a quick demonstration and we get to see what's going on. Now, Apple is going to be offering 18-core Xeon processors with the iMac Pro. There is a 28-core <laughs> Xeon. All right, 28 cores. Listen to this, folks. 28-core Xeon. The retail price of that is $10,000 just for the chip. Retail, obviously, Apple pays less, but they'll charge you $10,000. There's also a special version that works with an expanded memory controller system, which allows you to install not just gigabytes, but terabytes of ECC memory. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that costs $13,000. Now, think about this. I was thinking a fully equipped iMac Pro would be thirteen dollars to $15,000, like a comeback car. A Mac Pro would be over $20,000. So $13,000 for the chip. What, a terabyte of ECC memory? That's thousands of dollars. The graphics cards, $20,000, $25,000 Mac Pro? <laughs> Almost unimaginable, but I can say that there are people and industries who will jump at such a thing because they can use that to make all that money back and more very quickly. Well, of course, you see, this is not something they're going to sell tons of them. They'll sell tens of thousands because there are large companies, scientists, educational institutions that want to really have the maximum computing horsepower. There are movie studios that would love to have 
a bank of 28 core Mac Pros cranking out all those special effects for $200 million movies. Because you have to redo the special effects and you want to render them. Imagine having all that hardware going to work on it. So when we uh, at MacTech conference a couple of years ago, the keynote speaker was I forget his exact title, but he was kind of you know one of the, like the CTO of Disney Animation or something like that. And he was talking about the data centers and and computing power that Disney could bring to bear on animated movies. I think the big one that year was Big Hero Six. If I'm remembering my numbers correctly, he said that they could spin up fifty thousand cores to be able to do the rendering for that and it still took i don't know a hundred days to to to, you know to render the entire thing or you know to do what they needed to do i mean it was one of those situations where they had multiple data centers plus uh using employee computers uh during off hours you know kind of like one of those SETI at home kind of projects where they could they could slave the cpus in so the level to which they do this stuff is just insane and you know i suspect that the big boys are still are actually still well beyond whatever apple might be thinking it's more that the mac pro makes a small house able to do things that were previously unimaginable now the other thing to bear in mind here is everyone says well apple sells their products for too much money and i just pointed out where the galaxy note 8 and the iphone 10 are close in price apple said when they mentioned the iMac Pro being close to 5000 that if you were to buy a PC with similar components, it'd be in the same price range or possibly more. The same is going to be true for the Mac Pro. Sure. If it's a $20,000 computer, you want to buy a Dell, it's going to be a $20,000 computer. In fact, this is another thing I discovered. They say, well, you want to buy memory from Apple, it's expensive. Buy a version of your new MacBook Pro with more storage, it's expensive. And you go to Dell's site or HP site, and equip their notebooks with similar expansion, the prices are within $30 of each other. (laughs) I mean, it's like all these companies are aware of what they charge, what the market will bear, what they pay for it. And Apple is within that range. The big criticism about Apple, and I made it last week with Larry O'Connor of Otherworld Computing, is Apple needs to be more generous about allowing people to upgrade their computers, not just changing memory or going through the adhesive and all that nonsense on the iMac to change a drive. I mean, find a way. They're smart enough. They got face ID to work, right? (laughs) 3D facial recognition. You got a supercomputer in your pocket with an iPhone 10. Hey, find a way to upgrade and keep the thing slim and trim for your Macs. Adam Inks, where do we find more of the stuff that you do? And now you can tell us something special. Well, everyone can go to tidbits.com to see the coverage of all the stuff we've been talking about, along with the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, which are pretty cool in their own right. They're they're not as uh, revolutionary as the iPhone 10, but they're they're cool. And then the other thing for those of you out there who are Apple professionals, if you're consultants or you're resellers, or you work in any kind of field where you need to be publishing information about Apple and Apple products as well, uh, we have the Tidbits content network service, which provides you that content that you can publish under your own name. It's pre-written for you, completely professionally written, illustrated, and edited. And if you go to TCN, Tidbits Content Network, .tidbits.com, you can get to uh, the stuff we've got for Apple Pros right there. 
You can find us on Twitter if you look for Tech Night Owl. We'd also like to talk about our other radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. And this week we'll feature Joshua Black, and he'll be talking about something called Grief Dreams, where you dream about a deceased loved one. We've all had it happen to us. A lot of us have. I cite a few personal cases. Grief Dreams on the Paracast this week. Go to Paracast.com. What's the best way to support this old guy? Well, you can help by joining Tech Night Out Plus. We give you the commercial-free version of this show, better quality audio for a low subscription rate, starting at just $1.49 a week. Our price, cheap, like they used to say with that magazine. Go to plus.technightowl.com. That's P-L-U-S dot And we'll give you all the information that you need. Adamix, thanks for joining us in the Tech Night Owl Live. Talk to you again soon, Gene. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.